Welcome to the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Here are your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stahl. All right, welcome to our business law podcast where we cover business in the news and answer some of your business legal questions. Oh, wait, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> you got a, a nice Friday <laughs> prank. <laughs> I got a. Uh, no, but we do add our legal twist to some of those business law stories that we do cover. And you can, but you can send us uh, in some of your topic ideas that can be in the form of a question at ask at legally sound smart business.com. Yeah. So on Monday, we had all that construction that you're recording and they're still been working f- four days straight, just banging <laughs> away on whatever they're doing. Even after the cease and desist. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Who's talk? Who's talking? Who is that? Oh yeah, I'm Matt Staub. Did you say your name? Who am I? Oh yeah, my name's Nasser Pasha. Huh. Goofy start there. Let's get serious. Actually, before we get to our topic, I just realized I'm glad I'm in a goofy mood because yesterday, or actually the day before, I was very upset and annoyed at something I wanted to share with you. Okay. Because I wanted to get your opinion on it. Okay. I, I wish it was related to our topic, but basically it's kind of related. It's basically, well, I'll, I'll tell you what the story is and I'll tell you what kind of lessons I learned from and I kind of related to it is so I'm moving offices and I was going to my old office and I was just picking up a couple things. And it was one of these office buildings that has reserved spots. And, you know, I was literally thought I was going to be there for a couple of minutes. So I went in there, parked in a reserve spot that wasn't mine. Okay. Number one, I'm totally wrong in that. I messed up in that respect. Okay. Went up the elevator, went to the office and I got a phone call. Ended up being two hours later. <laughs> so, it, you know, the maintenance guys come by and they're like, Hey, do you have uh, this, this such and such car or whatever? And I'm like, yeah. They're like, Oh, you know, you're parked in reserve spot. I'm like, yeah, I know I meant to leave. So I, I, so I pack up my stuff. I go down there. I go down there and there is this small little boxer Porsche parked right behind me, blocking me in, not only blocking me in, but literally touching the back bumper of my new car. I, I, I like, okay, I'm very upset, but then, you know, I'm starting to thinking like, okay, I'm trying to put myself in their shoes. Like I did park in their spot, but then again, there's like 10 other reserve spots right next door or right next to it that they could have parked in and it's like it wasn't even that great of a spot so I was thinking maybe like other people parked there a lot and so that's why he just had you know had it or something and so yeah you know I'm looking around I'm like taking it out on these guys that are right next door and trying to figure out who it is long story short is maintenance told him to move the car but he wouldn't he wanted to talk to me or whatever you know I went up to the office that he was in he was ended up being a, a doctor which may not surprise some people. I, I couldn't find him. I gave him my card and, you know, I was, I was a little annoyed, but I was trying to be as patient as possible. And then I went down back to my car and then I see this guy in scrubs, not walking towards me, but kind of walking past me and kind of avoiding eye contact. And I'm trying to figure out, is this the guy or whatever? And I try to talk to him and he ignored me and I'm like, okay, obviously you're very upset. He's getting in his car right at this point. He reverses back quickly, screeching his tires and speeds off out of the parking garage. And then I'm just looking like there is a scratch, but it's very minimal. But I was just thinking like a lot of times clients come to me and they they get into a position where they've been wrong somehow. And maybe they're not completely innocent, but they want to go after them and do a 180, you know, file lawsuit. And that's what I did. I went over to another <laughs> office uh, and I was talking to another attorney who doesn't necessarily practice anymore. And I was trying to get him riled up, but he wasn't as excited about it as I was. 
because he was a little more calming force, which I guess that's what I needed, but I wanted somebody to go, yeah, let's file a lawsuit today or whatever. But anyway, so I, I felt like I was put in my client's shoes for a moment, feeling that I wanted to do something about it. When in reality, you know, it's like, okay, look, I, I made a mistake, but he reacted very childishly and he felt that he was wrong. And for whatever reason, he thought that was the appropriate response for it as a, you know, six year old in a driving a boxer Porsche. But anyway, so you're really making yourself out to be the victim in this story here. Well, what do you think? Okay. Like I said, I know I did something wrong, but even if, right. You and I are very similar. And I think it'd be, well, we're not similar because I would have never parked in the reserve spot. But if I would have, <laughs> if I would have parked there and someone would have like gotten upset, I would have apologized and said, Hey, explain this. And the other guy could have been like, Oh, okay, whatever. It's not a big deal. I'm just thinking if I would have been the opposite person but no i no, absolutely i was basically i was trying to greet him to at least say hello you know and then he basically just ignoring me and pulling off in fact even if i see him today i don't mind apologizing you know from from that respect but you know it's uh he, he kind of inflamed everything i, I was i was car to car seems that's that's the weird part to me i like that's it's a little excessive i don't know i don't know if he did that on purpose or not maybe he didn't it's bad for him as well. Like it's something that's, <laughs> that's what I don't get about it. I would suspect that his car was more scratched than mine because mine was on the bumper part. There is a slight scratch, not even enough for me to make a big deal. Maybe I shouldn't say anything because in case I sue him for a million dollars, it's horrible. It's probably, in fact, my neck's injured now. In fact, I was in the car <laughs> when he hit me. It was horrible. IIED, emotional <laughs> distress. That's right. Well, that's our show. Yeah, I was going to say, that's that the episode? I guess I should have shared that when we went over the healthcare workers. Because... <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking a lot of the time when you were just explaining, when you got to the doctor part. Yeah. I was like, well, this actually ties in perfectly <laughs> to the Wednesday episode because if it was someone who worked a 12-hour shift, then they're probably pretty irritable and that'd be upsetting. Yeah. Let me make just one final point. Is My point <laughs> is, is that I want to take it as a lesson learned. First of all, I shouldn't have parked in the spot. I'll, I'll admit to that. But second is that a lot of times, you know, clients will come to us with a very emotional response to sometimes a business decision, right? Plenty of attorneys that we know that would have done something silly, like sent him a invoice with a very lengthy demand letter for this stupid thing, you know, and because in the reality, even if I parked in a spot, I'm in the legal right. He does. He has no right to damage my car, you know, and I could have inflamed the situation quite a bit. Where does that get me? I mean, the time spent and so forth. Now I'm talking about something minuscule, but compare that to what our clients come with. Sometimes, you know, you really have to do a, a true cost benefit analysis. Is it really worth the stress of escalating the dispute to something more than it really is? Yeah, I think you should continue to park in that spot. Well, I, I may have other people park in that spot just for fun and, and then represent that person that gets hit by them. Anyway. I don't remember what we're even talking about for today. I think it was pizza, but... It was pizza relating to, you know, parking and things like that. <laughs> yeah, parking pizza. Oh, okay. So Domino's, it's just called Domino's now and not Domino's pizza. And that's kind of the substance of what we're going to talk about. So there's a couple of things with this. Domino's is a franchise. So I'm kind of confused how all this happened, but I guess at some point recently, Domino's changed its name from Domino's pizza to just Domino's, which whatever, I guess, but <laughs> uh, I don't think it's significant, but they, yeah. they're running this like legitimate sweepstakes for people to go around and essentially like, I think they were calling it like shaming them. So some of the franchises have changed the name. 
on the sign, so it just says Domino's, but some of them haven't. And I guess that's why I'm confused from a franchise standpoint. But they basically are wanting people to go out and take photos of the locations that haven't changed, that haven't dropped the word pizza from the name, and they can enter in the sweepstakes where they can get free pizza for a year. I'd be a big fan of that. Or a $10 gift card. Uh, not as not as a big a fan, but uh, I just saw this stupid cheesy promotion. That's a bad <laughs> pun, but I like that. <laughs> yeah, they have it's a legitimate sweepstakes. We'll link the actual sweepstakes agreement that they have. I'm more confused on the the franchise side of it. If it's a franchise, how are they not required to change the name? Well, that's a good question because obviously, if they all of a sudden, let's just say they change the brand altogether, like Pizza Hut did. I mean, it's w- weird that we just talked about pizza changing their branding and so forth, but you know, that's expensive. You know, imagine just imagine one franchisor that or franchisee that has one store. What if they have many stores and then you have to change not only the signage on the doors and the on the actual building and everything inside? It could be quite an expense. So usually these franchise agreements have some leeway as far as that goes. At the end of the day, it just depends upon the actual specifics of the actual franchise agreement. And so I'd be surprised if just because the franchisor changes the brand, now all these franchisees have to spend all this money to do so. So I suspect that this promotion is in part in favor of Domino's altogether and maybe in cooperation with their franchisees because they don't want to upset them either. And maybe they're, the, the franchisees are going to change it anyway, but it helps maybe some of the ones that are haven't changed yet to get some attention from it. I, I don't know. So maybe it's that aspect as well. I like that from a marketing perspective. But another interesting thing too, because it said the, the grand prize was free pizza for a year. But if you look at their actual terms and conditions for the contest, the prizes are five grand prizes of $500 gift cards. I can guarantee I can eat more than $500 of pizza in one year. That's not free pizza for a year. That's just a $500 gift card. So these sweepstakes laws are so, first of all, on one hand, they're restrict. On the other hand, you'd be surprised how much leeway that you're actually given. Most of the sweepstakes laws, when, you know, if you're a company that wants to do a sweepstakes or some kind of contest like that, first of all, you should know that there's federal and state laws. Okay. But the major focus of restriction is making sure that it's not a gambling or a game of chance in the respect of breaking some kind of a gambling or casino kind of lottery rule. And so what you'll end up having to do is that even though they may have to do something, like in this case, they have to submit a photo, what you always have to do usually is also give them an alternative way, like a free alternative that makes it in a free method available to them to, you know, send it in my mail or no purchase necessary. You've heard these kind of things before in order to get rid of the, the aspect that it could be a, a gambling venture. I know that the articles made a big deal out of you can't have any sort of like photoshopped picture where you've yeah like added the word pizza to that. I I'm assume that's in these terms and conditions as well. I couldn't find it in the actual conditions, but yeah, absolutely. There's a recent story too with a guy who went to, there was a contest for Benihana. Whoever could go there the most times over a seven week period won like <laughs> the prize was so stupid. It was one trip to any Benihana's that you want. So it's just, I guess it's like a free flight essentially, but like, it's such a weird gift. And I, the guy went to Benihana's like an insane amount. I forget what it was, but 
Then there was a guy last year who had like the unlimited pasta pass at Olive Garden and went there. He averaged like over 16 trips a week over a seven week period or something. Well, I mean, but it goes to show you these things do work on a national level. You know, if you have enough promotion behind it, these people are going to do these crazy things, even though the award may not be that big of a deal. It reminds me of that office episode where it's a costume contest and everyone's trying to win that coupon booklet. And everyone thinks it's much more than what it is, you know, $30,000 worth of savings. And but in order to get that $30,000 of savings, you'd have to spend like another couple hundred grand to actually get it up. There. <laughs> so there's five grand prizes of $500. There's 1,000 first prizes of $10. That's a lot of prizes. I feel like I might actually try to enter this. And I haven't had Domino's in a long time, but if I got a $10 gift card, I'd definitely just go buy a pizza. By the way, okay, I'm not being paid by Pizza Hut for this. I tried the Pizza Hut, the the new stuff after we had that episode. It was actually pretty good. I was actually caught off guard and a little impressed by actually by both my wife and I because we talked about it so much. Like now we have to try it. So I don't know if you've even <laughs> ventured into that aspect of it. I guess you're you're too traditional in your uh, pizza eating. So I pretty much only go to a couple spots here in San Diego if I don't make my own. So I actually made my own last weekend. So. That's my wife's favorite. So it's. Do you want to have a plug for your for your uh, pizza making, or if you let me know and you come over, I'll I'll make it. I guess. But okay. Actually, if you go to www.mattstoppizza.com/pizza, <laughs> someone was wanting me. One of my friends suggested that I buy the web domain bettercallstop.com. So like better call Saul. That's a great one. <laughs> I actually looked, and it is it is available, but well, maybe not now, but after the show. Have you been watching the show, or I've recorded all of them, but I haven't watched any of them yet. I've heard good things, so I definitely enjoy it quite a bit. So we'll see how that how that comes about. Well, anyway, this is our uh, hour long episode. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. there was a big rant by you, and then a uh, short pizza talk. Well, I I, I do want to hear some feedback because I want to know if I'm crazy or not, it's much more wrong to do what he did, right? I mean, I'm not crazy, right? I I would agree with that statement, yes. Okay. I mean, it's just a parking spot. Especially knowing that you're not like malicious about it. And how would I be malicious about it? Like, I guess malicious would be if I went there, parked there again. (laughs) Or if you came out and were like, yeah, I didn't do anything wrong. As soon as I heard it, I felt bad because, first of all, it was a little embarrassing that it went to such an extent that they were actually looking for somebody that parked there. And I didn't want the car to get towed or anything like that. So I was like, you know, you know, I honestly just was going to be there for a couple of minutes. And even then, I, I understand it's not acceptable. But to know the building, there's like 20 spots that were just empty and they're all reserved. But you can just walk in there and, and leave. And I just got caught on a phone call. Were they re- all reserved or were there numbers? They're numbered. They're numbered reserved. Yeah, yeah. So like they are assigned to, to particular uh, offices and things like that. I was kind of unlucky too, so. Yeah, I got unlucky, but you know, if, if that doctor is listening, I am sorry about that. And I'm sorry I ruined your day and that you're such a sad individual to do what you did to me, but that's fine. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> really taking it out on him. It'd be really funny if he actually did listen to this. Yeah, well, yeah, he has my card. He could, he could have. And I hope he doesn't care that much, but okay. Well, thanks for joining us on this Friday's episode. Please leave some five-star reviews. Now, you know that doctor's going to leave a one-star review now. Great. Worst podcast. Worst podcast ever. Parks in too many spots. <laughs> Keep it sound for the smart. This has been the Legally Sound Smart Business Show with your hosts, Nasser Pasha and Matt Stop. 
The Legally Sound Smart Business Show is your weekly look at legal news and questions in the business world. Legally Sound Smart Business is a podcast that is intended but not promised or guaranteed to be current, complete, or up-to-date, and should in no way be taken as an indication of future results. No attorney-client relationship is created by listening or submitting questions to the podcast. The podcast does not constitute legal advice, but rather is offered only for general informational and educational purposes. You should not act or rely on any information in the podcast without first seeking the advice of an attorney. The opinions expressed in the podcast reflect the views of those individuals and do not necessarily represent the views of any other individual or business. For more information about the Legally Sound Smart Business Show, visit LegallySoundSmartBusiness.com.